everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you might hear some sadness in my voice. That's because Glenn and I are recording this episode for the second time. We are probably about 95% of the way done. We we're getting ready to wrap up, and then uh, my computer froze, and with it, uh, the files. So we're going to sound even better this time because we're saying it twice. So uh, t- this episode is all about the average person. Does the average person think forward or think backwards? So really what that means is when when you think about your life, are you thinking about the past and living there, or are you thinking about the future and how you can make the greatest amount of impact? So with that, Glenn, uh, if, if you don't mind, I what what do you think? Do you think uh, people tend to, to live in the past or are they a little bit more, you know, forward thinking? To be honest, I think most people are happy living in the past. Oh, why is that? It's easier to live in the past and and blame your past, blame things that happened to you in the past, in the past than it is to look at yourself in the present and say, you know what, this is my fault that I'm where I'm at right now. They'd rather point to the past events and say, I'm not who I could be because of the past. What are you doing about the future? Where do you want to be then? And for those who are hearing that lovely noise, uh, Glenn is having some some yard work done at his house and the landscaper is just having to be blowing leaves right now. Yep, fun times. So, yeah, it's it's true. What what I feel is the average person lives in the past because it allows them the flexibility to be the victim. So again, that contrary to what most people are going to say, but by living in the past, it allows them the flexibility to remain a victim. Because when I'm telling the story about my past. I'm telling you about all the injustices that have kept me from living my ideal life. You know, I, I wanted to be president of the United States, but Glenn, you don't understand. Like all these things happened and and so-and-so got in my way and, and this held me back and I lost this scholarship and, and you know, just whatever. I'm going to tell from the standpoint of I'm the innocent one and all these things were really what kept me down because no one's going to, at least the average person, is not going to say, you know what? I'm not living my ideal life now. I messed up. Here are the past things that I did that were wrong. Here are the lessons that I've learned, and here's how I'm going to move forward. Now, I say the average person because I don't believe we're average, Glenn. Uh, first off, the average person does not have a personal development podcast. And so even when we're talking about that, you and I are at a point now to where we understand we need to take ownership of our past. We need to take responsibility for our past actions and inactions. But the average person, I don't think, ever will. Right? Right. It's so much easier just to sit back and let things happen. Yeah. It's it's easier to. But then again, the results are not easier to deal with. Yeah. 
my my dad always used to tell me when I was a kid, work hard now and enjoy the rest of your life or enjoy now and work hard the rest of your life. And it's it's interesting because a, another quote that I heard kind of coincides with that and that's when you're younger, you regret all the things that you do. When you're <laughs> older, you regret all the things that you didn't do. And when you when you think about it that way, there's a point in your life where things just change and you become more forward thinking in the sense of maybe coming to terms with your own mortality. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't really mean to take this episode in that direction, but you know, I was thinking about some of my favorite movies and what is the likelihood that I will ever watch that again? Think about your favorite TV series. Um, you know, it just before this episode started, you and I talked about how I met your mother. That's a fantastic series. I, I enjoyed it. But what are the chances I'm ever going to rewatch it in my life? Not from a sense of, you know, I've got nothing to do. Let me watch that. But just there's so many things that as, as you grow older, you might be doing for the last time, not because death is knocking on your door, but because you've got other things that you'd rather focus on or do. And, you know, I'm downstairs and, and Glenn, you've seen this. I've got those three huge, huge cabinets full of DVDs. Right. Uh, I was in a huge DVD kick back when DVDs were around and every week I would buy 10 to 15 DVDs. And so now I've literally got uh, probably about a thousand DVDs just collecting dust. Even if I want to watch a movie now that is not streaming anywhere, but I've got the DVD, I'd rather just be like, oh, well. I'll find something else to watch, right? Yeah, because I only have one device in my entire house that even has a drive anymore. and That's my, my old uh, Xbox. Aside from that, I, if, I can't buy a CD because I have nothing to play it in. Uh, not none of my cars, none of my like devices. And so even though I've got the DVD, I'm not going to pop it in. I'd rather just watch something else. So right. all that media is, is worthless. I can't even give it away. Um, but you have to, you have to think about what are you going to do tomorrow differently than what you're doing today? And so Glenn, like what, what is something that you maybe always turned down in the past? And then one day you were like, you know what, like, I'm going to, I'm going to try this or I'm going to give it a try or, you know, something that's gone on to, to change your life. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Are, are we doing something right now? I think, oh, wait, this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey Glenn, you want to join my podcast? Nah. Nah, not not my thing, not my thing. No, no thanks. Hey, Glenn, I'd really like you to join this podcast. Okay, <laughs> this sounds like it'd be fun. Why not? Yeah. Well, and and think about it. see, most people live their life on autopilot. the The vast majority of the people live their life on autopilot. I'm going to say, if you're listening to this podcast, 
you are part of the exception because this is a personal development related podcast. So already you're recognizing that tomorrow can be better than today and that you have the power to do something about it. So already, like I mentioned, you are doing things that, that are outside what the average person would do. But the average person is living their life on autopilot. They are avoiding new things out of fear of looking embarrassed or fear of just not knowing what to do. And they're going to allow those fears to hold them back. And for the longest time, maybe that was one of your reasons. I don't know. Uh, but for whatever reason, for the longest time, you were like, nope, I'm not going to be a part of this. And, and your life was continuing down the same path. Then something changed in you. And you said, I need to change something in my life in order to have a different future. You changed it. And now just by being part of this podcast, I mean, think about all the different things that you've gone on to experience in your life. So not only uh, are you a professional professional podcaster, but I think some of the earlier episodes, you and Kyle had some pretty intense conversations centered around finance. And mm. those conversations, I mean, you, you talk about the uh, Dave Ramsey plan you're following and you're, you've got a strict plan. So years ago, just by you saying, you know what, fine, I'll, I'll change something in my current routine has drastically changed your life and what was it if you don't mind talking about it that kept you from saying yes initially then what was it why did you say yes and then what i'd also like to know is when you were a couple episodes in or something like that did you have a point where you're like mm, you know this this isn't for me like can you walk us through that journey Sure. So, um, interesting backstory is right as I was being asked to join the podcast, I had just taken on a new roommate. I believe you remember that. And I, I originally turned down the podcast. It's like, now nah, I'm not going to have much time. Um, and to be honest, personal development, not my thing. <laughs> Then I was noticing some things that were just starting to become a circular pattern in my life. My career, the way I dealt with people, my finances, my weight. Um, I just went, you know what, I've got to change something here because whatever I'm doing right now is not working for me. So I started saying yes to things that I would normally say no to. So when, you know, Rohit came back to me and said, hey, Glenn, you won't, I really think you should join this podcast. I'm like, Okay, sure. I'll come listen. I ended up listening in on a very powerful episode. Um, the suicide episode. It's the first episode I actually sat in and listened, listened in on. That was a emotional tearjerker of an episode because we, we talked about some you know, serious issues that we've all gone through. And uh, at that point, I went, you know what, I, I don't really open up about myself to anyone. This might be a good way to force myself to do that, too. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll, I'll record a couple episodes. I'll be in there. I'll, I'll be on air a couple times. We'll talk about my personal life. Why not? It's something I don't normally do. It's a change in my, my pattern. That, that ought to break things up a little bit. And... Uh, well, the rest is history. 
shared some deep stories about myself, some issues I've faced, some challenges I've gone through, some painful growth, and some uh, uplifting growth. <laughs> it's all uplifting in my opinion. Just uh, some of the experiences are a little more painful than others. You learn from bad experiences, and uh, you expand on the good ones. What's What's interesting about what you mentioned was kind of a, a shift in your mindset that happened when. Let's see. Are you still there? Yep, still here. Okay, we we kind of lost your video feed there, so I don't know what happened there. Um, but what, what's interesting is the, the change on your perspective. Uh, I did, uh, you know, we, we've talked about my seminars in the past. And one time I was, I was talking about taking ownership and responsibility of your life. And this lady who I had known for years um, was, was struggling uh, in her marriage. And I told her, I was like, look, you and your husband come. It's, it's my gift for you. I'm going to gift you two tickets. And I'd like for you two to attend. And I guarantee you that there are some exercises that we're going to do that is going to completely make a direct impact in what you two are going through. And, and I think you'll be stronger because of it. And uh, he was on board and she said, yep, I'm in as well. And so they came. And what was interesting is the part where I started talking about taking responsibility and ownership of everything that's going on in your life. She just stood up and said, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. I thought you were going to share some tips and tricks on how I can change my life. But instead, you're asking me to be responsible when I'm the victim here. And she walked away. And so I've never had that before in, in all the years I've been doing these events. But I realized it wasn't – I realized I didn't say anything to offend her. It wasn't about me. It was 100% about her. It's how she interpreted it and how she didn't want to face responsibility. And her husband stayed the entire time, the entire time, comes up to me afterwards and said, you know, when she walked out, at first I just thought like, you know, that maybe this just wasn't for her. But after – staying and experiencing everything that I did, I realized it's not going to work out because this always happens. When the going gets tough, she gets going. And what was initially meant to bring them together was one of the <clears throat> final straws that, that brought them ultimately apart. And because it's painful to live in the unknown of the future, because we don't know what that's like. But I can tell you what my past is like. I'm innocent because these are all things that happened to me. But so few people are going to say, you know what, Glenn? <sighs> yeah, bad things have happened in my life, but this is how I allowed them to come into my life. Um, I've often shared my experiences with, with the secret, um, the, the, the law of attraction. And how it's drastically changed my life. And I love speaking to people who say uh, it's it's not for them. And when I ask them why, they say, oh, you can't just 
say, oh, I want a new car and go out to your garage and boom, there it is. You're absolutely right. That cannot happen. That is called magic. Um, what the law of attraction teaches you is you have to visualize. So in, in that respect, yes, I'm going to visualize the car in my garage. I'm going to visualize me sitting in there. I'm going to visualize me holding the steering wheel. But then I also have to take some action steps for that to happen. Uh, a perfect example. Oh, man, I just I read this article today and it was so phenomenal. It was talking about if you are looking for yellow cars and you just go out and say, I'm just going to look for yellow cars. You're going to see them all over the place because that's what you're looking for. But how many people say I'm looking for opportunities? And because they're not looking for it, they're not seeing it, it's going to pass them by. And so, you know, I, I think that's so important is when you – if you are living the victim mentality and if you are the average person, you're going to live in the past. If you are forward thinking, you are going to live in the future and embrace the unknown. Glenn, I have known you for a great many years. Uh, I think it, I think in the last episode you said we've known each other for 13 years or so. Yep. You enjoy video games, very much so. In fact, uh, you bought everything on Microsoft's store, and you and I used to joke around that when I worked for Microsoft, you were paying my salary with the amount of DLC and stuff like that that you were buying. Um, it's true. It's true. I know you enjoy that world more than anything. If if I could say, all right, Glenn, you've got two hours of free time. You can do whatever you want. You'd be like, cool, where's my Xbox controller? And, and you'd be there. That is living in the present and in the past. By you recognizing that that is holding back your future and that if you had those extra two hours, maybe you could do some more DoorDash and, and get closer to your financial goals. That's a shift in your focus, and that is powerful. And now, instead of living in the present, exactly. which is based off your past, you're thinking about your future. That cannot be easy. It is one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. So why why do you I, do it? Why do you do it, Glenn? Why do you why are you doing this? I it doesn't make any sense. I have a goal, and the only way to get there is to change up what I've done in the past. I can't do the same things I've been doing. It'll just keep getting me in the same damn spot. So I started listening to Dave Ramsey a few years back and finally actually after having a few conversations with Kyle, <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to actually apply some of these things. It, it sounds like it's working for other people. Why not? It works for them. It can't be that hard. God damn, is that the hardest plan to follow? I mean, literally... I, I, my groceries are very simple. My, uh, entertainment, I, I've cut down things that people right now would probably die within an hour of not having. Like, I don't pay for TV. I have internet, but it's because I have to work and we're all working from home. Um, I don't have streaming, streaming services. Um, I, I don't go to movies. I don't go hang out at the mall. I don't go shopping. Literally every penny I earn is being 
put towards necessities and towards all my bills to cut down all my bills. That's literally every cent I get. So that means I don't go hang out a lot. Friends get a little annoyed. Oh man, Glenn, can't you just hang out this one time? No, it's not in my my five-year plan. Sorry. I love you. But no. You're not a friend to me, Glenn. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a friend to you, but my future matters to me. And yeah, sorry I got so upset. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you actually cried a little bit, too. Tears of joy. Uh, almost... <laughs> Almost made almost made me feel sad and and made me want to apologize, but then I remembered, wait, five years and I won't have a bill to my name, except for taxes. I can live with that. That means every dollar I earn at that point goes towards my future, my retirement, my fun. I don't have to worry about is this worth it? I know it's worth it because I can see that dollar amount going, you know what, if I'm, let's say I'm just making the same I'm making now in five years from now. What, what could anyone here do with, let's say 2000 to $3,000 a month with no bills? What could anyone do with that kind of money? Do you think you could make a better life for yourself if you didn't have any bills? Cars paid, your house is paid, your your food's paid for. But you know, one not... interesting. Uh, sorry to sorry to interrupt. Um, it reminds me of episode two fourteen that we did. Uh, why we spend more than our paychecks. And what was interesting is you just posed the question. You know, what would you do with an extra two three thousand dollars a month? I think most people would say, "Wow, what can I do with two three thousand dollars a month? What all can I buy? Instead right. of where can I invest?" Exactly. That's the whole point. I could sit there, I could start investing and eventually get to a point where, you know what? I I don't want to work for DoorDash. I don't want to do Uber Eats. Maybe I just want to sit back and work one job and put all the money I make from that job into, you know, a 401k, maybe a, a, a retirement fund, something, something where it earns interest for me. And then, you know, 10 years from now, I can retire safely and and be good. Most people don't do that. What do they do? They get a they get uh, that check in the mail, and what do they do? They go out and they buy the the rims for their car. They go out and they buy you know the, the nice clothes. They go out and buy the nice toys. They get new video games, which I haven't bought a video game in, in almost two years. <laughs> <laughs> Almost two years I've been playing Sea of Thieves, so I haven't needed a needed to buy a game. But that's beside the point. <laughs> you know, one interesting thing that you talked about is you said, "What do you apply?" And that's such an amazing word is apply because you know you're talking. For example, I have a lot of people who you know, for relatability to, to, to let me know that they've kind of dived into the world of personal development as well. I, I have a lot of people come to me and say, oh, I, I'm in personal development as well. Or uh, I've, I've attended a, a Tony Robbins seminar or I've, I've read the books by uh, Wayne Dyer and, and so forth. You know, I, I've dealt in, into those things. And 
when when they're talking to me as a friend, I just say, oh wow, that that's great. You know, more people should dive into it or or something. I'm I'm gonna reaffirm them. But work mode me, same thing happens, and they're like, yeah, I've I've attended this event and I've done this and I've read this person, listened to these podcasts. I'll just look them straight in the eye, and I'll say, great, what have you done with it? And then I don't, I, I just let them respond. And most of the time it's like, um, well, um, you know, I, you know, and they stumble because I think very few people will apply personal development. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people I know who actively listen to this podcast will send us emails saying, uh, you know, these points that you shared were, were great. And I'm like, great. Well, uh, well, that's fantastic. But how has it impacted your life? Don't just be another person who likes and saves Instagram posts with empowering messages on there. What are you going to do about it? Uh, mm-hmm. I shared my wall. I've, I've got a wall downstairs dedicated to personal development. And so a lot of times, you know, when, when you're out shopping, you, you see these personal development quotes. If there's one that speaks to me, because I'm not doing it to impress anyone else. I'm not doing it for their aha moments. I'm doing it for 100% selfish reasons. The quote means something to me. I'm going to buy it and I put it up there. And every now and then I, I will just sit there on the kitchen island staring at the wall. And one will just pop out at me. And, and I think about that and what it means and how can I change my life to reflect that. And a perfect example of one I think that fits this topic of do we think forward or think backwards is I've got one that says the best way to create the future, or sorry, the best way to predict the future is to create it. The future is unknown. That's why the average person is going to shy away from living there. To the learned, that is power. Because it's unwritten, I get to write that story. I get to decide whether or not Frodo drops the ring. I get to decide whether or not Luke joins the dark side. I get to decide. And when you get to decide, that is where the real power comes in. That's when you stop becoming a victim. That's when you stop living in the past. For Glenn, you were living in the past and you were saying, okay, let me buy more video games and all this kind of stuff. And then you had that moment of self-realization and you said, no, if I don't do anything, my life is going to continue the exact same way it is. I want a different life. Therefore, I'm going to create my future. And I think that's beautiful. And from the perspective of, of being one of your friends, yeah, I could get mad at you and say, like, Glenn, we used to go to movies all the time. Now I never hear from you. Like, what's up with that? You keep shoveling the stuff of, oh, I've got to, I've got to work uh, or, uh, you know, it's not my budget this week or whatever. I could get upset with you about that because it's negatively impacting me. And what is that doing? Is It's me being selfish because in this relationship, I'm talking about me and I'm thinking about me and how your decisions are impacting me negatively. Or I could support you. I could encourage you. I could share some other financial things with you. I can call you up. We don't have to just live our friendship in a movie theater. There's different things that we can do. And I think there's beauty in what you are doing. So tip my hat to you, buddy. 
I'd, I'd like to see everyone go into the Dave Ramsey method, but I don't think a lot of people get, get through this. It's really, really, really hard to do this. You're forced to look at everything you're spending. And you're forced to cut it off. <laughs> that is, if you want to make the conscious decision to better yourself. Yeah. Doing it works. Does it feel good? No. I would love to sit back and watch some Netflix or Hulu or whatever. I'd love to go to a movie every once in a while, even you know, even though most of the theaters are closed back down now. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> I'd love to be able to, you know, go to arcades again. God, there aren't many of those around anymore. I'd like to sit back and play video games, but I, I know it's not going to get me where I need to be. But, so you know, this... that's that whole that's that whole living in the future versus the past. People like living in the past because they know it. It's something they can spin their own yarn on something that's already happened. They can make it look like they were the hero and everyone else was just picking on them. Well, Glenn, we we shared some some interesting things, and I, you know, I'd I'd like to thank you. I I feel like you kind of live this episode of do we think forward or do we think backwards. Um, and with that, if you don't mind, I'd like to to hand the mic off to you to to kind of wrap things up. Well, folks. No one said living in the future is easy. And, you know, it is something of a simple plan to sit back and look at the past and try and make yourself out as a victim. But ultimately, remember, you have control over your life, and only you do. No one else can make you play video games all day. You wouldn't have to work very hard to get me to do it. <laughs> But uh, you're the sum of your own decisions. So make better decisions and you'll get to a better place. Live in that future. Think of the things you want and then start taking steps to get there. If you do that, you're already better than 99% of the people on the planet. Be that one percenter. Being a one percenter is not a negative thing. It means you're doing something that 99% of the people are not doing. You're getting somewhere where 99% of the people can't get. Be unique. Well, so as always, friends, you know, thank you for listening. Until next time, this is Glenn Roxane. Stay safe, stay healthy, keep developing. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 